0: bem bem-vindas a mais um SBC Fanfic, sua dose quinzenal de fanfic. Se você é nova por aqui, seja bem-vinda. Eu sou Mônica Sanoli e ajudo mulheres a se posicionarem profissionalmente através do inglês. Mas aqui no podcast, a pegada é um pouco diferente. O SBC é uma discussão literária sobre romances, contos e fanfics escritos por mulheres, em português ou inglês, que cai toda sexta-feira no seu feed. São dois programas, SBC Fanfic e SBC Novel. No episódio de hoje do SBC Fanfic, seguimos com Addict, a primeira história da série Addiction, escrita pela Savannah Ellis. A história é uma fanfic de 30 Seconds to Mars, mais especificamente sobre o channel. Ela toca em assuntos bem delicados, como drogas, depressão e ansiedade. Se algum desses assuntos for um gatilho para você, eu peço que você não escute essa história, ou pelo menos que tenha cuidado ao ouvir. Lembrando que, embora a fic seja sobre pessoas reais, ela é fictícia. Nós não conhecemos o Cheron pessoalmente, tudo que nós sabemos sobre a vida pessoal dele é fofoca, lembre-se disso. O link para Erect está na descrição do episódio e eu recomendo que você visite o site, curte e comente para deixar o dia da autora mais feliz. Lembre-se de falar para essa Vena que você chegou lá através do SBC. Vamos à história. Addiction series Book One, at eight. Chapter Eight. They landed in Russia, and Isla was exhausted. She was definitely not cut out for the rock star lifestyle, and the real work hadn't even started yet. How the hell do you do this? Isla asked Jared as they got off the plane and walked into the airport terminal. I'm exhausted already and the fucking tour hasn't even begun yet!" He gave her a hearty chuckle. (laughs) You get used to it. I don't think I've gotten a full night's sleep in the past four months. I'm fine with it by now, he explained, but I would suggest sleeping whenever you can and avoiding illness whenever possible. It spreads like the plague, he added. Shannon shuffled blearily into the terminal, blinking in the harsh fluorescent light. He'd slept most of the flight while Isla struggled to copy and update his schedule into her phone and day planner. Why are these lights so bright? He asked, sliding his sunglasses over his eyes. Isla rolled her eyes and shifted her carry-on to her other shoulder. She shook her head and reached up to put her hair into a ponytail. Their group walked through the airport, heading for the customs checkpoint. A small group had gathered on the other side of it, stopping Isla in her tracks. Fans at the airport? She asked Shayla as she walked past her, pulling out her passport. Shayla nodded. Yeah, they're pretty serious over here. Worse than LAX, she said. I'd brace yourself for a crap ton of fangirl hate, she added. What do you mean? Isla asked, getting in line behind her. Shayla looked at her like she was crazy. They're taking pictures like crazy. You'll be on the fan sites and tumblr accounts within the hour," she explained. Ella looked at the group that was crowded around the barrier on the other side of the checkpoint. It was all female and most of them looked to be in their late teens and early twenties. They all had their phones out and were snapping photos as Jared and Tomo made their way past the checkpoint. A loud wave of sound met Isla's ears as Jared and Tomo started speaking to them. Thanks, Shannon said, catching her arm as she made it through the checkpoint. For earlier, he clarified. She nodded her hair awkwardly as he leaned in closer to her. It wasn't a problem. I did what had to be done. She said with a shrug, aware that people were looking at their interaction. No big deal, she added. He released her arm and turned to give the fans a wave. He wasn't particularly in the mood to deal with them, but he knew he had to keep up appearances. Ayla had kept walking toward the baggage claim area, Sheila was with her and they were in a conversation. He slowly started to walk up the long corridor, his mind slowly drifting towards the flight. Even though he'd slept most of it, he spent a good amount of time trying to figure out why she'd risked herself as his glorified drug mule. It made no sense. Why was she giving him drugs? She'd agreed to keeping his secret, but why would she help him get high? He hadn't been purposefully trying to make her do it. She'd done it on her own. She even said she didn't care if he got his own shit in Russia. Ella was failing as a sober coach. Feeling better? Tomo asked, breaking Shannon from his thoughts. I heard your little outburst on the plane. Isla really saved the day, he said, clapping the older man on the shoulder. Shannon nodded distractedly. Yeah, she was great. I had some anxiety about flying, he said, looking over his shoulder. Security guards were walking behind them to keep the fans at bay. I think I'm just a little tired, he added. Tired? Tomo laughed. You slept the whole damn ride over here, he said, stopping between a set of columns at the top of an escalator. Shannon shrugged and pulled out his phone. Isla might have been kind enough to supply him with enough pills to get into Russia, but there was no way her supply was enough to last the entire tour. He needed to get in contact with his supplier in Russia. It was an added benefit that she was an easy fuck. He found her name in his contacts and sent her a message, letting her know he was back in town. Ila walked over to him and dropped her bag at her feet. We're headed to the venue, so whatever you've just planned is going to have to wait, she said with a sigh. You've got a sound check, and then I'll set you free. He nodded. Whatever, he said casually. Um, do you... I have a bit of a headache, he said pointedly. She rolled her eyes. Well, you're going to have to survive for a few hours, she said coldly. Isla was a little put off by the fact that she'd just spent the last ten hours nervously pressing pills into Shannon's begging hands to keep him calm enough. She wasn't in the mood for any more of his shit. Come on, Isla... He started, fear growing in his eyes. "'I don't make the ruse, Shannon,' she argued. "'I'm just following Renny's orders,' she finished. Isla could see his eyes widen at the prospect of having to wait several more hours before he could get his fix. "'Fine,' she relented, sliding her back to the floor and digging through it. "'This is supposed to be an anti-anxiety medication, not something you take on a regular basis.'" she huffed. He held his hand out and glanced around. The large group was surrounding them, looking for their own bags in the claim area. She tipped two pills into his shaking palm, making sure no one else was watching. Shannon tossed them into his mouth, chasing them with the coffee Isla had run ahead to get when they arrived. He hated having to ask for his pills, like a child asking his mother for something. He wanted to do it himself. And hopefully, his evening plans would fix that. Gossip Space Board Shannon Girl 278 posted Who is this new girl with the guys? They landed in Russia earlier today, and she's in a lot of the pictures. Ellieby79 posted She's talking with Shayla in one of them. I think she's with the tour or something. I've never seen her before and I know Mars hired a few new people. I don't know why she was talking to Shannon like that in the pictures, though. Paper Crane posted, She's his new assistant. I think Shannon's launching a new project called Black Fuel Trading Company, so she could be there to help him out with that, or she could be his new girl. They seem pretty close in that pic. Twin 74 posted, I saw them at a Starbucks in West Hollywood two weeks ago. They looked like they were having a really serious conversation. He bought them both coffee and they sat and talked for an hour or two before they left in his car. Shannon's girl 278 posted. She's not really his type. I don't think they're together. I bet she's his new assistant or something. He's probably got a lot of stuff to deal with for the black fuel lunch. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Later that afternoon, Isla was sleeping in the hotel room she shared with Shayla. Shannon was busy doing something and Shayla was with Jared, negotiating and fielding phone calls. Isla's own phone buzzed and she jolted from her nap. Blindly groping for it, she knocked the remote control off the nightstand before she found the device and held it up to her ear. Hello? She mumbled sleepily. Isla, it's Shayla. Shayla's voice came into her ear. Have you seen Shannon? Jared has been trying to get a hold of him, but he's not picking up. Ayla sat up, rubbing the sleep out of her eyes. Why do you need him? She asked. I haven't seen him since I let him go to his room after the sound check. She looked at the digital clock on the nightstand, doing the conversion from military time in her head. I don't know, Shayla answered but we're at a cafe and Jared's worried about it. Isla got out of bed, wincing as she felt the ache of her jet-lagged muscles. I'll go to his room and see if he's okay. He's probably asleep and his phone died or something, she said before hanging up. She grabbed Shannon's room key along with her own and walked across the hall. The hotel hallway was carpeted and wallpapered. A sideboard and a vase of flowers stood a few doors up. She knocked on his door, hearing movement on the other side. She knocked again. Shannon, it's me! She called through the door. She heard a girlish giggle. If you don't open up, I'm coming in. Isla called, mentally praying that they were both cloaked behind the door. All right, all right, I'm coming. Shannon called. A second later, the door swung open. What do you want? He asked, leaning against the door frame. His demeanor had changed dramatically. He was smiling and he seemed more relaxed. His hands were no longer shaking and he actually looked like he wanted to be there. His sudden change caught her off guard until she saw the root of it. Standing behind him was a pretty young woman, a few years younger than Ayla, holding a bottle of pills. Here, Shannon, she said in a thick Russian accent. I think this is enough for you." Isla gave Shannon a questioning look. Oh, Isla, this is my friend, Alexandra. Alexandra, this is my assistant, Isla, he explained. Alexandra gave Isla a quick look up and down, evaluating the other woman as if she was determining if she was a threat or not. Isla returned her glance with one of her own hoping that it was intimidating enough to show that her place in Shannon's life was more permanent than the Russian horse. Ella's eyes drifted to Shannon's hand as he took the bottle from her. She shook her head to clear it. Um, Shannon, uh, Jared had been trying to call you, Ella said. Why aren't you answering your phone? She asked, though she had a pretty good idea of why. We've been busy. Alexandra said, putting her hand on his shoulder possessively. Isla stared at her blankly, unwilling to give in to her challenge. Right, well, it doesn't matter how busy he is, he's a member of the band on tour, and he should be available for contact at any time. She answered, putting on a false smile. So, pick up your phone and call your brother back. With that, Isla turned on her heel and paced across the hall, slamming her own door before flopping back onto the bed. Este foi o SBC Fanfic. Por enquanto, você pode me apoiar se inscrevendo no feed ou seguindo o podcast no seu agregador favorito. Além, é claro, de mostrar o podcast para uma amiga. Se você escreve fanfic em inglês ou português, por favor, me dá um alô. Eu quero ter você aqui. Para mandar e-mail para mim, escreva para bookclub.com.br. Eu sou arroba Monica Sanoli no Instagram, arroba Monica no Twitter, E você pode saber mais sobre o meu trabalho em monicassanoli.com.br. Todos os links para contato estão na descrição do episódio. Até a próxima! Ei, antes de você passar para o próximo podcast, deixa eu te falar sobre o Ori. O Ori é um curso de organização e rotina de estudos de inglês. Ele não é um curso de inglês. É uma solução para mulheres que não conseguem se organizar para estudar inglês. Ele é dividido em cinco módulos e te ensina a desmistificar propósito, motivação e procrastinação, entender como você está usando o seu tempo e como isso pode melhorar, analisar como o seu tipo de personalidade influencia o modo como você aprende e criar uma rotina de estudos produtiva de fato e compatível com a sua realidade. Ano passado apenas uma turma foi aberta, este ano as inscrições estão abertas permanentemente, Ou seja, você vai poder fazer o ORI quando quiser e puder. Contudo, as inscrições confirmadas até dia 15 de janeiro vão garantir uma consultoria individual comigo pelo Zoom. Se você precisa de uma ajuda extra na hora de planejar seus estudos, aproveite. Para se inscrever, acesse o site monicasanoli.com.br e procure pela página do curso. Ou clique no link que está na descrição do episódio. Agora sim, até a próxima!